Blessed be the holy name of the living God and of his Christ forever. I am simply ignited. I, I, I am in full fire tonight. So you are going to have to pray that I get cooled down a little bit. Here's what I need you to do. I need you to let everybody know that we are in the powerful presence of an unlimited, a limitless God. And tonight, hear me now, tonight, the Holy Ghost spoke to me today and said, tonight, I'm going to perform suddenly miracles. Tonight and then following for the next seven days, there's going to be a double anointing for your miracle. Write it down, put it in your cell phone, set an alarm every day for seven days and get up the first thing in the morning shouting, this is my day for my suddenly miracle. I'm telling you, things you've been praying for, fasting for, sowing for, believing for, for years, for months, there are coming, uh, there are three happening right now, even as I'm speaking to you. Suddenly, suddenly, miracles. Tonight, get everybody you know on here that needs a suddenly breakthrough, a suddenly healing, a suddenly deliverance, salvation to come suddenly to their family. Whatever they need, I'm telling you, I have it from the Holy Spirit. I didn't dream it up. It's not a marketing method. This is Holy Ghost, the seven blessings of covenant agreement. Seven, there's a reason there are seven of them. And there's a reason that God had me write this in the year 2020. Are you ready? Tonight, God has a word. You ought to be shouting hallelujah. I'm not here tonight to say something, I wouldn't waste your time, which is so valuable. Thank you for being with me. It means the world to me. God has given me a word to radically, hear me now, alter the trajectory of your future. You hear me? I have asked God that everyone watching, everyone listening, every podcast, every rebroadcast, every live, every television station, Instagram, rodparsley.com, Facebook, all of it. Because God has breathed into my spirit. That's inspiration. Regarding his covenant relationship with his people, God's relationship with his people, that's with you. But not only that, the relationship which lends itself 
to biblical agreement, which is fundamental. What I'm going to teach you tonight, foundational to your understanding of God's miraculous master plan for every aspect of your life. That's why I told you, get everybody, everybody on here right now. I'm going to introduce you and I can only introduce you, all right, to the seven blessings of covenant agreement. Now, th this isn't, you know, two guys saying, do you want to go to the ball game and them agreeing? That's not what this is. And that's where we've missed it in the body of Christ. The power of agreement may well be second only to faith. The greatest power, spiritual power available to you and your family, to the church of Jesus Christ, which is also the greatest underused, unutilized power available to us. And listen, when the great apostle said, having done all to stand, stand therefore, he knew what was coming. He foresaw the day that you and I would be living in. This is for your spirit, it's for your soul, your mind, your will, your emotions, it's for your body. So I want you to take just a moment. I want you to think about your unfulfilled dreams, your unrealized hopes, your unrealized aspirations, all the areas in your life, in your relationships that need to be brought into maturity, into fruition, and to be perfected. I mean, you can only work on a thing for so long till that thing needs to be perfected. You know, I used to say in the early days of this ministry, my, my great goal before God is, is that some of these over 15, 16 ministries that we have here, worldwide television, all of the, all of the social media, I think we have over 16, 17 social media sites, schools from preschool all the way through graduating with your accredited bachelor's degree, this great local church that reaches the world, the women's clinic saving 14,000 babies from abortion, all these ministries. I used to say when many of them started, I will see the day when these things don't need me to operate, they'll be perfected, they'll be completed, they'll be brought to full fruition. That's what I want for the things in your life that are laying around you, some of which you don't even pray about anymore and you've given up on. No, sir. No, ma'am. Lady, sir, God is about to give you a suddenly miracle breakthrough. That This is your season. Now, as I shared with you, I just returned by Pastor Brian Bolt, 
Pastor Fiosmas C, Pastor Bishop Amos, we thank God for all of you in the great City Harvest Network. This is your, are you commenting? I don't know. Are you commenting? I'm gonna, I'm gonna just start singing, you know, this is the day the Lord hath made, come on. You need this revelation in your life. So I was in Southern California in San Diego, the most beautiful weather in the world, at the great Morcerello Legacy Center. And the Holy Spirit reminded me, because when they introduced me, they said the host of Breakthrough for over 30 years. And I remembered where I received that word well over 30 years ago, breakthrough. Do you know who it was from? Dr. Morris Sorello himself. I was on the front row. He was teaching with his blackboard out before he had the miracle service. And he wrote on there, breakthrough. Here it is. The definition I've carried now for over 30 years. And he was so proud that I did. A sudden, a breakthrough, a sudden burst, sudden burst, a sudden burst. Type it in, a sudden burst of salvation, a sudden burst of healing, a sudden burst that will, listen, of the advanced knowledge of God. A breakthrough comes from the anointing of an inspired word from God given through a human vessel. That's where a breakthrough comes. And it's coming tonight and for the next seven days. You're gonna break through in the revelation of the seven blessings of covenant agreement. Are you with me? So, what is a breakthrough? A sudden, if you get this definition, it'll be enough for you tonight. Stop, I heard you, Holy Spirit. A message that I preached in the first two years of my ministry just came to me. Now, I probably haven't thought of it for decades. It was called, in fact, it was the second book that I ever had published. I believe I was 22 years of age, published by a national publisher. It was called The Someday Syndrome. You know how to get a suddenly breakthrough? A suddenly miracle? Here's how you get it. You get delivered from the someday syndrome. Someday it'll be better. Someday I'll be healed. What about this day? Why should any other day be any better than this day? What if this is the day you've been waiting for so long? This is the moment that you've cried over and wept over. Don't deprive God of his ability to work the miraculous suddenly in your life by spiraling downward in the someday syndrome. God's not a someday syndrome and faith is not now, has never been, will never be someday. I've got a man standing over here who's one of the great, great friends of this ministry. He works in the breakthrough, or excuse me, in the City Harvest Network office. 
I called him Dixie. Yeah, that's what I called him. Anyway, he's from Kentucky, that's why. His very best friend, Bishop David Amos, who leads our entire Columbus office of City Harvest Network, mother-in-law lapsed into a coma a few days ago. She had been 100%, are you listening? 100, type in me too, God. God's no respecter of persons. No, sir. What he did for one, he'll do for all. Suddenly, breakthrough miracles. He was with me on the road, Bishop Amos, in California. She had been in a coma for five days. The doctors gave her no hope, gave the family no hope that she would regain consciousness. Brother, Brother Amos couldn't get back to her because he was out with me. So they called him. His wife was weeping. He said, and she said, she's, she's still, she still shows no signs of improvement. She's still in the coma. Bishop Amos decided that he could believe God for a right now breakthrough. I'm gonna jerk you out in the name of God's Christ of that someday syndrome spiral. Come out of that now. This is your moment. He said, honey, put me on the video phone and put my phone up next to her. He spoke her name, simply said, wake up. Her eyes immediately, suddenly came open. He said, I love you. She said, I know you do, honey. You think that's a coincidence? You think that just happens? You think that's just like a blessing of God falling out of heaven and pinging you on the head like a ripe cherry? Start shouting right now, right now. Shout that right now. Type it in. Put it all in caps if you can. Right now, I believe for a right now miracle. I'm believing for God tonight and in the next seven days to just absolutely blow your mind. But he'll only do it. I heard your Holy Spirit. He just said to me, tell them I will only do it if I know they'll testify about it for the rest of their lives. Is that you? If it's you, type I will right now. Come on. We overcome by the blood of the lamb. That's already done. By the word of our testimony. That's your part. And not loving our lives even unto the death. I'm telling you how you get a suddenly breakthrough. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. You open your mouth to talk about Jesus. Here's all you need to be an evangelist. Your own story, your own testimony. Just tell somebody what Jesus did for you. And the next time you run into somebody that has some kind of sickness or something, just ask them if they'd mind if you pray for them. And then pray for them, watch God heal them, and they'll never doubt God again. I'm not about people looking to me for healing. 
I'm not the healer. This word is the healer. Psalm 107 verse 20, he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from all their destruction. It's right here. Suddenly. All right. I'm going to give you the definition of a breakthrough so I can train you in the seven blessings of covenant agreement. A breakthrough is a sudden burst of the advanced knowledge of God. What is that? Revelation. How does revelation come? By the word of God's inspiration being ignited in your human spirit and then spoken out of your mouth. The advanced knowledge of God. Watch what a breakthrough does. Think about it this way. You're trying to get through a door, but it won't come open. Here's what a breakthrough is. You're working, you're working, and suddenly it releases and you go through. A breakthrough of the advent is the a sudden, a sudden burst of the advanced knowledge of God, who, who he is and what he'll do, that propels you through every line of Satan's defense. That means your enemy is going to encounter a God that he can't hold back. Can't hold him back. Your adversary cannot hold back God. I'm going to give you the whole thing all at once again. I want you to get it. It changed my life. It will change yours. I'm going to have a sudden breakthrough. Say it. I'm going to have a sudden breakthrough. A sudden burst of the advanced knowledge of God that will propel me through this divorce, which will propel me through this sickness, which will propel me through every line of Satan's defense. Whew, your enemy is going to encounter a God he can't hold back. <laughs> he can't run from. He can't flee from. He can't hold off. You remember that game? We had a, I'm telling you, we had a service here Sunday morning. The Spirit of God moving like just winds blowing back and forth. And uh, our worship pastor, Pastor Chris Deegan's lovely wife, Yolanda, got the Holy Ghost on. Whoo! Don't you want to go to a church where people get the Holy Ghost on them? Instead of a click track in their ear that somebody dreamed up without an ounce of anointing on it, be a part of City Harvest Network. You'll get the Holy Ghost on you. She said, and this just hit me. She said, do you remember when you were a child and you would lock your arms together on the playground? I remember it. I don't know how many times I played it. Of course, now you can't, if you can't, uh, I don't know why I don't have my phone. If you can't do it on a phone, then 
the kids don't know how to play it. <laughs> they, they, they think the entire world's in that little block. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. You can't play what I'm talking about on this, you see. So it was called Red Rover. You locked your arms together with your friends, and then somebody on the other side, maybe their name was Gabby, because she's standing back there. Maybe her, their name was Gabby. And you'd lock those arms together, and you say, Red Rover, Red Rover, send Gabby right over. And Gabby would have to try to run, watch, and break through the chain, right? And the more people that you had together, the harder that chain was to break. Do you know what that is? That's called one shall chase a thousand, the book of Deuteronomy. But two will put 10,000 to flight. We're always better together. We're always stronger when we're in agreement. In fact, nothing will be impossible for us when you and I come into agreement. God comes into agreement. I don't know, it's all right. I've got about 12 more minutes and I'm gonna get into just a little bit of this with you because I just absolutely cannot resist it. All right, I'm getting my Bible out now and you know that's dangerous. I'm getting my Bible out and I am going to Zephaniah, that's right. Elder Canfield took a text from Zephaniah Sunday and he said, that's right. God is in the Z's. <laughs> He's in Zephaniah. There are only three chapters, and we're going to the last chapter, chapter three, and I'm going to begin with, let's see, verse number 14. You ready? Zephaniah, chapter three, verses 14 through 17. Amy in Pennsylvania, I'm giving folks time to get it. I don't know if we've got it beside me or not. I don't see it if we do. It's up there. We it's have. up there. All yeah, right. Can and I, they can see what I can't see. Hallelujah. Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 14. Sing, O daughter of Zion. Remember what I told you about faith? Faith is always active. Faith is always moving. Faith is always now, not someday. We're not believing for it someday. We're trusting God in the right now because God never leaves the present tense. Did you hear what I just said? God always has to do it now because God never leaves now. God never leaves the present tense. He's here right now, not then. That was three seconds ago. Now, not tomorrow. That's three seconds from now. Now, God is in you now. Now, faith is. So now do what? Sing, O daughter of Zion. Lift up your happy head. Lift up your happy hands. Lift up your happy heart in praise. I'm telling you, if you will not stop praising him. One of my dear friends, Jesse Duplantis, speaking up in my memory right now, saying if the devil can't take your joy, he can't keep your stuff. 
I said, if the devil can't keep your joy, take your joy, he can't keep your stuff. I'm going to say it again. If the devil can't steal your joy, he can't take your stuff. And whatever he did steal, he has to give back. It's time for you to get happy, happy, happy. It's time for you to shout, O Zion. That's the next line. Sing, O Zion. Shout, O Israel. Silence is the language of defeat. Shouting is the language of victory. Clapping is the language of authority. My great God. Hear me, speaking in tongues is the language of the Holy Ghost. And suddenly is the language of breakthrough. Shout, O Israel. I'm not about people looking to me to, to heal them. I can't heal you any more than I can make you fly. What I can do is minister healing to you. But if you don't know how to get it and keep it, you'll never keep it. Here's how you do it. Believe for sudden bursts of the advanced knowledge of God that will propel you through every line of Satan's defense. Talk to that thing. If you can't talk to it, I spent two years unable to talk with vocal cord cancer, Jeff, and here I am shouting at you because God never changes. Come on, get those prayer requests into me. Tell me who you're believing to be born again. Type it in there. Make a declaration for it. So he said, be glad then. Rejoice with all your heart. You can't rejoice out of your head. That's the reason you need to get your mouth involved. The more you say it, the more you hear it, the more you believe it, the more you speak it. And that heart gets baptized in the word of God and believing for right now miracle. Glorify God, your Bible says, in your spirit and your body, which are both the Lord's. Hallelujah. Verse 15. Now here's why he said for you to sing. Here's why he said for you to shout. Verse 15, the Lord has taken away. If he took it away, whoo, I want to run. If he took it away and all the way in the old covenant, he said he did, has taken away your judgments, every judgment against you. Now look, I've had some judgments <laughs> I've been in court and I've heard that gavel come down. Judgment for whoever regarding such judgment. You, you don't reverse that. But God, but God, just as quickly as I've seen verdicts come down, I've watched God turn them around. Hallelujah, I feel the power of God. He has cast out, woo, you want to rejoice. He not only has cast your judgments against you away, he has cast out your enemies. I don't care if it's cancer. I don't care if it's divorce. I don't care if it's sickness. I don't care if it's poverty. I don't care if it's depression. I, and listen, I'm weary with people acting like 
God can't heal depression. God can heal anything, spirit, soul, and body. Ooh, I felt that. I felt God delivering people right now. I see people dancing in their homes right now. I see people clapping their hands in their automobiles right now. Why? Suddenly, a sudden burst of the advanced knowledge of God to propel you through every line of Satan's defense. God said it. I have cast out your enemies. They're gone. Look around you. You remember, I see it now, I see it. Oh, I wish I was standing up preaching. I see it right now. In the vision, I see it. That woman taken, being stoned to death. Jesus rode in the sand. People have always speculated about what he wrote. I don't care what he wrote. Whatever he wrote, because it's him, had the power to bring her deliverance. Maybe he wrote breakthrough. Because suddenly, he looked around, Jesus looked around, and said, woman, where are, in fact, Jesus said to her, I, I know, I know, that you've had seven husbands and the cat you're with right now is not your husband. I'm gonna teach you probably next Wednesday night about 70 times seven. What does it mean? What's the breakthrough revelation of it? 70 times seven. That's how Jesus said, Peter came to him and said, how many times shall I forgive? Seven? And the Lord Jesus said, no. 70 times seven. Why do you say that? What does that mean? You'll have to tune in next week. But suddenly, that woman looked up at Jesus. He looked back at her with those piercing Galilean eyes and said, woman, where are thine accusers? She said, they've all gone. Oh, I feel the anointing right now. They're leaving every accusing spirit, every foul spirit, every blinding spirit to the truth bound now. Given their eviction notice, can you spell eviction, you devil? Because you're going, you're going. And I need to tell somebody, God does not expect you to put up with devils regardless of how they're manifested. And a lot of times they're manifested in skin suits. What does that mean? In people. Some of you need to cut, cut, cut and tell those connections you've got, you either straighten it up with God or I can't fellowship. I can't, I can't be in that kind of covenant with somebody that's not in covenant with my God because that's the power of agreement. People agreeing and then those people agreeing with heaven. Get ready to shout. Get ready to shout. Get ready to shout. Get ready to shout. Shout, shout. Where's my time? All right. Get ready to shout. 
He said, here it is, Zephaniah chapter three, 15, the Lord has, past tense, taken the judgments against you away. He has cast out your enemies. Who's done it? The King of Israel, even the Lord. And he is in your midst. He's not coming. Where would he, who, where would he come from? You someday syndrome dwellers, you. God's not coming to your situation. Where would he come from? He fills all in all. I heard a silly preacher one time, you know, there are a lot of silly preachers. I heard a silly preacher one time say, well, you go in that joint, you go in that bar, you go in that whatever, you drive over the speed limit, God gets out. Did you know that preachers could be so ridiculous? God, get out. Where would he get out of? Where would he go to? He's right there with you right now. The God of heaven and earth, the creator of the winds and the waves and the master of them too. He's right there with you right now. The Lord is in your midst. Not someday, right now. No, now, no, that's already passed. Now, no, that's tomorrow, now. You can't ever find he'll be with you tomorrow. He's with you now, someday, now. Here's what he said. And because he's in our midst, you will, I prophesy it to you, catch it. I prophesy it to you. Open your spirit, open your mind. You will see evil no more. Do you know what that means? That means your focus has been in the wrong place. Are you seeing victory or are you seeing defeat? Are you seeing dying or are you seeing a miracle? Are you seeing I can't pay for it or are you seeing God pay for it? You'll see evil no more. You're gonna look around like that woman who was taken in adultery, looked around and Jesus say, where are all those haters? That's what we'd call them now. Then he said, thine accuser. Now we'd say, where are all your haters? She looked around, watch, and she couldn't see them anymore. That's the breakthrough God has for you. Verse 16, on that day, it will be said, let me get my spectacles on here. In that day will be said to Jerusalem, fear not. Now the first thing you gotta deal with if you're gonna have a breakthrough is you gotta deal with fear. Over and over again, the Lord God says, fear not. Isaiah 41, 10, fear not. And I always say, why not? And he answers, because I am with thee. 
I'm helping you. I'm strengthening you. I'm upholding you with the right hand of my righteousness. He didn't say you'd do it. He said he'd do it. Then he said, let not your hands be slack. Verse 17, the Lord your God in your midst is a mighty one who will save. Here it is. He will rejoice over. Now over doesn't necessarily mean over. To rejoice over someone would be the same as saying, I rejoice for you. I rejoice with you. I rejoice about you. Do you know that God will rejoice about you now? All of heaven that follow his directive and he will rejoice over you with gladness. He will renew you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. We rejoice here. That's what you're going to do tonight. Beginning right now, you're going to rejoice. I don't care if there's pain in your body. I don't care if your heart's hurting. I don't care if you've been betrayed. You've not yet resisted unto blood. Come on, grab yourself by your spiritual bootstraps, little buckaroo, and stand upright in the presence of God. He is in front of you. When we rejoice here, verse 17 says, God rejoices at his throne. Now, wait a minute. Can't just read the Bible. You got to read the Bible. That means while we praise in the natural, God does the supernatural. (laughs) He's rejoicing over you right now. Why? Because he sees you in agreement with me. He sees you believing his word. Isaiah 66, one. I'm going to bring this thing to a close. Isaiah 66, 1, heaven is God's throne. Now, let me ask you a question. Did you ever see a king standing on a throne? What's a throne for? It's a place to sit. I'm almost through. We're almost to the finish line. You mean, you're saying, Pastor Rod, you mean it's going to get better? Oh, hold on. Hold on. The more you read, the better it gets. Here we go. In that day, the Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you. And it says, with gladness, he will restore your He will renew you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. Now, the word rejoice. Remember what I said about a throne? A chair's for sitting. That's the reason you try to get in your upper cabinets and you stand on the chair and you fall down. Chairs weren't made for standing. Thrones, seats, sofas, chairs, are made for sitting. 
But listen, you stay with me, cameraman, because I'm about to stand up. When we in agreement begin to rejoice over right now breakthroughs, your Bible says God rejoices. The actual word is the word pirouette. You know what that means? Come on now. You know what that means? It means to spin. Now, wait a minute. The, the title of my message to you tonight is when God gets up. Do you know the only time your Bible says God gets up is when you and I come into absolute agreement and we begin rejoicing for our right now miracle, believing God by faith. Your Bible says God gets up off his throne and begins to spin, to pirouette, rejoicing about us. And I believe he starts dancing. When we dance here, he dances there. When we believe here, whew, breakthrough, sudden burst, of the advanced knowledge of God to propel you through every line of Satan's defense. God, now, I'm gonna take it one step further because you know, I tell you all the time, silence is the language of what? Type it in. Defeat. Shouting is the language of what? Type it in. Victory. Dancing is the language of joy. Spinning is the language of warfare. Oh, I want to run right now. That means when you and I come into agreement, God gets up off his throne and rejoices over us with spinning. Spinning is the language of what? Warfare. That means your praise causes God who has been fighting beside you with you to move you out and behind him. And the God that was fighting with you is now fighting for you. He's doing it right now. Acts 16. Your Bible says, Paul and Silas were tormented by devils. They cast them out and the religious people threw them in prison. There they are, in prison. But your Bible says something very, very interesting. And at midnight, it's dark at midnight, you know, folks have sunrise services at Easter because they say, well, you know, Jesus got up at sunrise. No, no, no. You'd have to have your getting up service at one minute after midnight. Maybe I'll do that this year at the great Calvary Memorial. Maybe we'll gather out there at 10 minutes till midnight and in the black of midnight, that's when he got up. That's when you dream. 
Jesus got up in the dark. Are you in the dark right now? The darkness of despair, discouragement, defeat, disease. What's your darkness right now? You're about to get a breakthrough. And your Bible said at midnight, as Paul and Silas sang and prayed together, together. They're singing. There are two of them. Whithersoever two or more of you are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of you. He didn't say he'd come. He said he's there <laughs> right now. And you may be alone right there where you are, but you're not alone because I'm with you and I'm live and I'm with you right now. And I pray this same anointing on every re-airing, rebroadcast of what I've taught tonight. At midnight, Paul and Silas weren't crying. They weren't sleeping. They were praying and singing unto God. As we rejoice here, he releases the supernatural and the God that was fighting with you gets up, begins to pirouette. And I just believe your Bible said his throne is in the heavens and the earth. Can you get my feet? Let's see if we can get my feet. Get my feet. See, there they are. So God gets up. He's pirouetting. He's spinning. He's making war against all your adversaries and you're not going to see them anymore because God is fighting them. And then I believe, stay on my feet. I believe he goes to dancing. And the thunder of God's mighty feet in the heavens. Your Bible said when they sang praises and prayed, the jail cell was shaken. The jail itself was shaken. Woo! And the chains fell off. That's what's happening to you right now. The chains are falling off and the doors were open. Doors that have been closed to you for years. They've said no to you for years. Things you thought would never come to pass that have been going on for years. Broken off of them by the thunderous warfare of God rejoicing about them. God got so thrilled with their faith that he got off his throne and pirouetted and danced and rejoiced over them. That's what he's doing to you right now. That's what he's doing. That's what's going on in heaven. Bible says it was so violent that the poor jailer awoke. Is that a word, Ashton? Awoke, was awakened. Awoke, yes. awoke. hallelujah. And the Bible said he would have killed himself because he thought the prisoners I was charged with are gone. You know, devils are gonna start defeating other devils that are trying to get to your life. Verse 28, Paul shouted, don't harm yourself, buddy, chill. And the men fell down at the feet of Paul and Silas and said, what must I do 
to be born again. He and his entire house were saved. The Lord Jesus is about to visit your home. I want you to agree with me right now that members of your family that haven't gone to church for years are gonna go with you Sunday. Or they're gonna come and they're gonna sit with you and watch me preach Sunday. It's all about the one Sunday this week, 10 o'clock. Bring them, get them in front of your television. Let's believe God for the chains to fall off of their lives. Father, for all my friends, for all my partners, for all our members, those who are connected to us, I pray right now that tonight, suddenly, maybe around midnight, you're breaking through. Maybe this coming Friday, maybe Sunday, maybe Monday, over the next seven days, God, you know I'm believing for their greatest breakthrough to be released to them. In Jesus' mighty name. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I wanna invite you to tell someone in your life about the podcast. Hope you'll do it today. Head on over to iTunes and leave a review. Share it on your social networks for me. Really helps me get the word out. I'd love for you to connect with me on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. No easier way for me to minister to you every day and throughout the day and for us to join together in faith as God moves in and through your life. You can find links to all my pages at rodparsley.com. God bless you now, and I hope you'll listen again soon.